You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. What do you do when where you are doesn't exactly match where you hoped you'd be? This week, we'll talk about how to accept where you are. Oh, man, I feel like everybody needs this episode. Everybody being me. Yeah, it's hard to um, not hit certain goals or to have certain things that you want or things you want to do. And sometimes you really can't look back and it feels like it's been years and you're still in the same place. And I guess that happens for a reason, but we will get into that after our question from the couch. What was the single best thing that you have purchased recently? And so I'm going to start off with my two favorite answers, whole butter <laughs> and my training sessions with you. So shout out to y'all. I didn't bribe them at all. That's what and they, they said. On your back. <laughs> that's good, though. That's mm-hmm. And that's useful, too. Um, somebody else said my Kindle scribe. What's the scribe? Mm-hmm. I know what a Kindle is. Yeah, I wonder what maybe the, it, a, Like you can write on it in my head. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Would it, make must, sense. it has to do something with writing. It must be. Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. Another person said the tattoo they got in October, which makes them happy every time they look at it. Understandable. Yep, someone said a toy hauler, which I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming it's helpful yeah, because they said so we can go on more adventures. Mm. So that's cool. And then someone else said they bought a VCR slash DVD player. <laughs> Useful. Somebody said a freaking laser beam. Which I did ask follow-up questions, but she hasn't replied yet. <laughs> yeah, you remember back when laser pointers used to be, like, all the rage and you're taking them everywhere and we used to get in trouble? Mm-hmm. <sighs> that was a time. Um, somebody said my new house. Shout out to you. Another said airline tickets, a trip to Guatemala. I'm sure that was awesome. It did. That's on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said my Pokeball Plus, uh, a house in Oregon. And That's nice. An Hermes scarf. That's nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all got some nice stuff. Um, somebody said rent. <laughs> and then, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess living somewhere is, is a blessing. So right. shout out to that. But then someone else said, man, last week I unboxed my new vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. And while giving it a go, I whispered to myself, I kind of love this. And I don't remember feeling anything similar with any other purchases from last year. <laughs> that's funny. And that's real because as we get older, too, it's like the most random things that you're so, so happy about. What was one of the things that um, you enjoyed purchasing last year? Mm, man, um, again, every time I know these questions are coming. I know in the past, uh, <clears throat> like I definitely would have said my juicer or my um, record player. I think you've said those two. I know for too. sure. Absolutely. And so that's why I'm like, I don't. I don't know if I loved anything as much. You know what? I'm, I'm a, my Christmas tree. So I bought a bigger Christmas tree oh, cool. this year and decorated it like a little four foot daddy. And I was so excited. Like I made like a hot chocolate. I watched Hook and I decorated it. And it was like, I felt like a little kid. Is it, it a real good. one or one you can use? Oh, fake. Re- oh. Reuse. But pre-lit because I ain't playing with them lights. But I got to like oh. decorate it and stuff. And I just, <laughs> it makes me happy every time I plug it in at home. I'm like instantly cozy. Oh, that's sweet. What about you? I'll finally get a tree probably this year. Um, I would say just this is the first thing I could think about. I would say this Garmin Forerunner watch because it's been really cool. I use it every day. It's been very helpful in my training for the half marathon. And it's been helpful in learning things about my body. So I know one of my friends bought one uh, after I was showing them the stuff about it. And uh, I've heard other people kind of Emily talking to emo sometimes because, you know, she's super like. She got one? About no, she hasn't got one yet, but we were talking about it because she she's really into like um, hacking, life hacking, mm-hmm. and stuff like that too. So 
I really like it. I, I love it. Actually, it's very helpful for that. So I'll say that's one of my favorite purchases. Oh, I'm going to add one more because you made me, you said emo and it made me think about it. Um, I do a monthly membership to Ken Stretch with Beard the Best You Can Be on Instagram and it's mobility programming. And y'all, as a trainer and someone who has extensive knowledge, like it is so helpful and very supplemental and will enhance any of your training programs, whether you're doing yoga, whether you're running, whether you're lifting weights, start doing mobility work. You have to, you have to love your body. But what, what is this thing? Though? The purchase is it's a monthly membership to his mm. like videos and to oh, his programming. Okay. And how do you watch? Uh huh. Exercise. Oh, he's it? great. Yeah, it's it's great. And it really has helped my personal training clients, too. That's good. Yeah. And I guess you also have to be on top of um, stuff for yourself and then for your clients. Mm-hmm. Also. OK. All right, guys. So it is 2024. It is now a new year. We were sitting around like. <sighs> <laughs> shit changed i mean although it's weird because how i feel and with my life things change all the time it just does still feel like it goes in a circle kind of like i will have some real like times of like okay everything's going maybe in a new direction or things feel fresh or bringing a lot of income whatever and then it does feel like it always at some point kind of goes like, rrr, rrr, like, psych, you still got to worry about this and this and this or fix this and then that. Um, with work, with relationships even, it could be mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then it's like, mess that up. Or um, living situations, friendships, all, the, all these things, right? Change is the only thing, obviously, that we can count on in life. And so things always change. But it can be difficult when, and I, I think a lot of people around their birthday feel like this too. It can be difficult when you're like, dang, I'm 30, about to be 39, and I'm, I don't feel like I'm where I should be or where I thought I would be at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I feel like maybe nobody feels like they are in that place. What are your thoughts? Man, and that's why I wanted to talk about this, because I was like, I wonder, because it, it was around my birthday when I started thinking about this around the end of the year. Um And I was just pondering because I'm like, you know, at the end of the year, like I said, everybody starts to tally up, you know, what they've all done. At the beginning of the year, we start to set new goals and we just did our life manifesto episode and, and, you know, all those things. And I was just like, you know, why is it never good enough or at what point does it feel like it's enough? At what point can we like learn to accept where we are? Because I feel like very much like Lexi said, it's kind of an ebb and flow of like feeling like you killing shit and doing things and making progress. But then like sometimes it feels really empty and like you're not there and like it's a struggle. And so I've kind of been um, like back and forth with that as well. Kind of like a, a tennis match back mm-hmm. and forth with like feeling like it's enough and being able to accept the present and not. But then like these daunting feelings of like, is it ever going to be, you know, are struggling with that? Hmm. I feel like. I can easily accept where I am. And for me, maybe it's more of a question of, I, I will question like what is missing that's not taking me to the next level. But when I'm day to day, I have, and I think it's just a process of something you have to keep practicing and, and doing for yourself. But we always talk about things like gratitude or we always talk mm. about um, things like being in the present And the more we practice those things, I think it automatically kind of takes care of the feeling relatively okay day to day um, because you are in a certain moment and it is like, wow, that breeze feels great. And you're not necessarily thinking about um, all the like things of life. 
and yet slash until it's like, oh, then you check the mail and it's like, here's five bills or um, maybe you're looking around and you're like, man, I don't have a family or whatever it is. Right. So those moments will still hit you where it's like you're recognizing lack or recognizing mm-hmm. something that you don't have in your life yet. And it can be easy to to let that get you down. And so it's like, why does life always feel like it has to be a always trying to like, I don't want to say act like you don't care about everything else, but this second, but you know, it's, it's kind of like you do the best you can, but then there is the realistic piece of it where it's like, okay, there are things to take care of and things that you want to do. Um, in which case then I would say it kind of comes down to like Darius said in episode fucking 10, like, you know, how many times are you going to say a thing? Right. So if it's like, if there is a place we want to be, we just talked about visualization recently then what are we doing to really get the details of what that looks like? What are we really doing to get to that? And I think a lot of times if we look at ourselves honestly, we'll see that maybe we have been sabotaging those things, and that's why we are not at this particular place. We did an episode on the upper limit a long time ago, but if you search upper limit in Carly's couch, it'll pop up. I think it was like 57 or something wild ago. But um, that is why we self-sabotage because – the things that we're sometimes working towards or dreaming about or, in, you know, visualizing might be more than what we believe we're worthy, more than what we believe we can have. It's literally breaking all the narratives that we have about ourselves. And so we tend to sabotage. This could be in relationships. Um, whenever you feel like someone really loves you and you never felt that before, it could be in jobs when you get a big project that you didn't know you could even do or your body, all these things. Um, but that is why we start to self-sabotage. But I wonder on the flip side of that, like if you really are honest with yourself, because when I was thinking about this episode, I was just having a day where I was like, man, I really am doing all the things and I'm still not seeing like the type of return that I feel, you know, mm-hmm. like, like I'm not owed anything that I should be getting, but like, I've, I've been consistent. I've been doing all the work. I'm doing all these things mm-hmm. and it still doesn't feel like it's enough. It still doesn't feel like it's going to get me there. Or like in comparison to like the, like, are they the generation before us? For me, it's like the generation before us. If I'm talking about like my parents, for example, I was thinking the other day about how as a kid, I remember um, getting the, the rent check because it was like our job to go take it up to the <laughs> office. And like I remember taking the rent checks up to the office and then being like $550 mm-hmm. for a three-bedroom house with us and us, my parents and three kids. And I was kind of thinking about now too how I'm like, you know what, half of that – what, two, 225, and I started to think about how many more times things cost now, um, how literally the type of life you may have grown up watching is, like, literally not possible with that same type of resources, um, and things have changed in general. And so you also have to be okay with, hey, whatever examples you might have seen, even like with people, um, when you read like biographies and stuff, and you know, we like to read a lot of books about like people's um, how they start their business mm-hmm. and you know journeys and stuff like that. And it's just it's not a really a formula for real because what happened for them is what happened because of the times they were in or mm-hmm. you know all kind of other circumstances in life. And so the biggest thing here is like we are comparing to an expectation in our minds. Um, and how do we, A, kind of like accept the reality of certain situations because maybe we are doing really well. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm pretty sure I'm probably making maybe two, three times more than my parents may have when, when they had, and they had three kids. And 
also, I could not have three kids right now. I mean, I, maybe I could because, you know, when you, once you do it, it you figure it happen. out. Yeah, <laughs> like, you figure it out. But, like, it's just it, things are not the same. And so I think it's kind of a constant also, like, accepting the reality of our environment and life. Yeah, and I feel like I was trying to think of, like, where do we get these thoughts or, like, feelings? And so what you were talking reminded me of Steve Vaughn, um, talking about imposter syndrome mm-hmm. when he was on the on the couch with us. And so I really feel like, you know, as much work as we do, we're human. And so at times we might get inundated with these thoughts of not enoughness or struggling or like the harsh reality that, you know, life is expensive and there's all this craziness going on. But I really feel like a lot of it is um, unrealistic expectations. Like you said, imposter syndrome could be our own perfectionism, um, comparison, socialization, because I think that we're socialized mm-hmm. to be in this rat race. Like that's really how we're conditioned. And so we're always chasing a thing. So we're just conditioned, but also, um, and we're socialized in general to, that we should be successful. And that mm-hmm. success is, um, your money, your house situation, all of those things. So, and, and, Oh, I was about to say, and it is, but, um, obviously those things can be helpful because of how our society is. And at the same time, like we've been talking about in the last few episodes, Yes, you can be content, happy, et cetera, et cetera, in whatever your situation is. Yeah. And so thinking, just if you ever find yourself here, because really I was just like was having a day, um, even with all the work and things. And I was just like sitting with, you know, what could it be? And just kind of processing my own things. And I think at different days and different times, it could be a different like catalyst for why you feel that way that day. It could be those five bills that came in or it could be missed out on a project or it could just be life because sometimes the wind blows and you feel a type of way. But also one more thing to think through is like your base level of happiness. We did a whole episode about our capacity for happiness. And I feel like that's another upper limit problem at times whenever we feel too happy, like our brains might look for things to bring us back down to a more controllable level so that we are not like let down or that. So it's kind of like things to think through if you do kind of find yourself struggling with with where you are if you're interested. Hmm. And I would say too that um over time, I think we also have to like acknowledge what we have done and and the things that have been accomplished or the things that you have learned and grown with because really it is kind of like we find ourselves going in cycles not just because you may be like, um, like trying to sabotage yourself, like Holly was talking about. But sometimes it's like, we can, we can only learn so many lessons, right? Like, you can't, you're not going to, and I mean, I say can't, but you're not going to fix like every single thing that you haven't had an issue with that was slowing you up, or you needed more better processes. Like, it really is a process of like, one thing changes at a time um, that helps something else get easier and on and on and on, right? So even while I can say, like, dang, I may not feel like I'm where I should be or where I would think I would be, it definitely has come a long way, even in, like, process-wise, if we're talking about, like, work, mm-hmm. um, team-wise, um, uh, the types of people that I can work with and stuff like that, right? Like, everything has changed, but we do, at whatever point have to look at if there is something completely holding us back. Like um, if we're like, dang, I cannot find a boyfriend or, you know, you want to be in a relationship and this is like, you're just really bad with that. Or if you have your own business and it's like, I cannot break the, you know, making X amount a month point or whatever. It is still something you have to like, look at with like what you're doing, how you're doing things to recognize like uh, 
what needs to change in order to make that a reality. Didn't we have an episode about that too? Where it was like um, talking about dating and stuff. It was like, well, okay, well, are you going outside? Are you going to things? Yeah. Or, and like you have to, I don't remember what that was necessarily in relation to, but if that's what you're, if there's a particular place where you feel like you're, you should be there and you're not, then you really need to like investigate what what is the thing that's actually holding you back and how much are you actually putting towards that thing? Because I know that when it comes to like work and stuff, I could complain about um, I want some new clients or whatever. And then I can also tell you, I ain't, haven't even tried to make a sale in however many weeks. So it's one of those things where it's like, all right, now you gotta, you gotta be going. Um, but also all of that can sometimes still come down to overhead and money and whatever. Right. And it's like, the more money you have, the easier it feels to make money. And so it can be really hard and it can feel like a rat race in some places, but you never know where a breakthrough is going to come from or what serendipity or what, Mm -hmm. you know, random thing will happen. You just really don't know. And so sometimes it's not worth to over plan, but if you're doing what you can do every day, then it's like, fine. You just look at your efforts. Yeah. I feel like that has been the thing that's helped me the most. Like even this last time when I was kind of struggling is like, Am I doing all the things that help me show up as the best version of myself today? And sometimes that's not like investigative journalism on yourself. Sometimes that's making sure you're getting enough sleep, you're eating enough, you're exercising, getting sunshine, trying to be in the present, meditating, doing all those things. And then when you do those, like taking action, um, I really, this was on my heart though, because I, I like, I don't know, it's, it's so funny because you're like, you can't just fix everything. And, and it's like, I know that, but I think in practice, sometimes in life we forget. And I, y'all who listen to the podcast, y'all work on yourselves, y'all are working on y'all's lives. And I just like, it's kind of a reminder for you too that, it's okay if you do feel like it's not enough sometimes. It is okay even if you're doing all the work to still have these feelings because they're very real and we're very human. What With that last thing you say, what was it that you're saying it's okay to feel? To feel like this sometimes. Yeah, because I, and I, I think sometimes that, that's why I said, like, in my head, because I'm doing this work, I should never feel like this. Like, I know how to be present. I know how to mm-hmm. meditate. I take care of myself. I do everything that I can most of, like, 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I really be working, and yet, like Lexi likes to say, some days yeah. I'm still. It feels like you're still struggling. Bro, out here, like, doggy paddling in the ocean sometimes, and it's okay. It is okay. I mean, because also that's kind of what life is for everybody. Like, even when you're looking at people who um, maybe somebody who has fame or a lot of money, like, every they're going to have their own things, um, their own issues, their own places where they feel like they're miserable or whatever, um, or can, right? And I think that's the key to remember is, like, no matter what's going on for you or where you are, you could feel this way or you could feel this way. Mm-hmm. And so going back to what we've been talking about is kind of about – what can you choose to focus on and really what makes the most sense for you to focus on for you to feel good? Because sure, I could be thinking about, um, man, I really thought I would be here now or I I wish I wasn't struggling with X, Y, Z. But like if those thoughts aren't helping me or like, you know, giving me any kind of like buildup of love inside, then it just doesn't help me to think about that. It doesn't help me to focus on that in that way. Um, And sometimes what I'll do is like, I'll try to refocus on, well, instead of focusing on um, how can I make more, get more clients or whatever, I will think about it more like, what can I do to have more energy? Because I know it's like a, a thing of kind of being brain dead by a certain time or just not have feeling like I have the capacity to look at my computer for more than an X amount of time or whatever. And so to Carly's point, a big part of it is like taking care of yourself. And it's something about like how and when you take care of yourself, um, 
you you really feel good. It feels good to take care mm-hmm. of yourself. I I took a bath yesterday that was, it was like so far, and I was just in there like, whoo, I feel. I just it's just random moments where you're like, man, I feel great. Like this feels so good. Um, life is good. And just practice having more of those moments. I try to have those like all through the day with any mm-hmm. little thing. Um, and it still just helps you to have at least an overall outlook of I like being safe. I'm okay. I'm here, et cetera. Um, and I don't know. I feel like this stuff all sounds kind of goofy a little bit, but it really does help. <laughs> it does, but those are the things, those little moments, those little things of gratitude. When you feel the sun on your face, when you're in your bath, your morning coffee or tea in your Carly's couch mug, you know, all <laughs> those things. And then also action. We always talk about action. So making sure you're taking action, but I would say take your focus off of that big overarching thing that you feel you have to live up on, live up to or are trying to reach and just focus on the process, focus on your consistency and your ability to show up every day. And know that it'll work out. Yeah, I was laughing at a, a comic I just read this morning. And it was like a few different, just a couple of different squares. And the and the first square was like, remember, you should always break things down. And, and on his board it said, um, clean up the house. And then on the second one was like, no, even smaller. And it was like, clean up your room. It's like, even smaller. Clean a thing. And he's like, yeah, maybe a little smaller. And then it was like, breathe. And then he was like. <laughs> like so sometimes it's like. You don't even got to think about the big thing. Mm-hmm. Just like, what do you need to do right now? Like, just to refresh or whatever. And even that sometimes is a struggle. Like, sometimes even you break that thing all the way down and just pick one thing off the floor, and it still could be a struggle. Um, but that's a good point is, like, think about what you need to do for you. Think about what you can do, and you do those things. And make sure you are doing something, though, because you'll mm-hmm. feel good. Just to know, like, okay, I'm checking these things off. Um I guess the same way that I'm like training for this half marathon is is very similar to how we probably could be like training for all kind of other things. I wonder if I could um, make some kind of like a process where it's like Monday, mm. just send send two emails. There you go. <laughs> Tuesday, just hop on LinkedIn for five minutes. <laughs> Wednesday, send three emails. <laughs> like maybe there's something like that where I could follow because I'm so like anytime I, if I missed a run or missed anything on one of my days, I always feel so bad. And I'm calling like, man, I'm sorry. I missed this one. I'm, I got to do this and that. He's like, it's okay to skip a day or whatever. But like, I feel like I have to do it. But why is it like when it's just me and I'm like, all right, I have a to-do list. If I miss something, it's like, eh, whatever. Cause nobody else saw it or, or I don't know, maybe I need accountability or something, but yeah. And I would say, I just saw a meme um, to wrap that up is, you know, if, if if you, you know, let's say, because, you know, the sun sets at 1 p.m. now. Mm-hmm. But um, if you miss your eight-mile run, you know, 30 minutes is better than missing mm-hmm. anything. If that's all you can get in today, do 30 minutes. A five-minute stretch in the morning is better than, miss. like, let's say you miss a 90-minute yoga class. Okay, yeah. do five minutes. Like, I think sometimes we get so stuck to the end thing that we don't remember that any step towards our goal is a step. Yes, and it's easier to accept where you are when you are – recognizing yourself that I am, I am doing things. I'm working towards that. And so it is important to do that because otherwise we are kind of lying to ourselves. If it's like, man, why do I not have this? And it's like, well, if you look at how much time you spent in the last month on that thing, like, why would you expect to have it? Um, and I think that we kind of play ourselves by not really respecting the time it takes, the efforts, some things take, um, and really putting our all into it. And maybe because we're trying to do so much and everything, it's like we have all these goals and things, and it's like we're just moving a little here, there, blah, blah. And it's like, well, maybe we need to, another thing could be to um, tighten up on a Consolidate. thing. Consolidate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe just tighten up on, on one small thing and, like, go for it. Figure out what works for you. And that's something that we plan on talking about in the future as well, is, like, 
how do you how do you figure out like the best way to be productive that works for you that feels like okay I'm actually doing something efficiently and consistently and all those things um but if you are putting in the work if you're still here if you still care about this goal accept where you are with it and then let's think about a plan on how to continue to move towards it yeah so take the pressure off yourself hit us at Carly Scout this week let us know if this this resonated and we'll see y'all next week peace out